welcome back to another episode of the Consciously Thriving Podcast. It is good to be back. It has been a hot minute since we've been here. I... It has. It has been. Don't a hot look minute. at me like yeah, that. You just sounded like so like. <laughs> I don't know what you, you need just excitement about. on you the other end, right? Did you notice for the first time I didn't actually sing the podcast part? Like Do you usually, usually go uh, consciously thriving podcast, and I was just like consciously thriving podcast. No, I don't and it was really uncomfortable. No. Yeah, so I didn't actually do that this time. So wow. I was changing it up. That information changed my life. <laughs> sharing it with me. Anyway, how are you? I'm great. How are you, doll? Like we've it's been three weeks since we've been back. Nadia's yeah. Nadia's been to Bali. Yeah, been on a holiday and back and back. What's going on in your world, doll? Not- Update us. How was your holiday? Holiday was an absolute vibe. Got a tan. It was just one of those holidays where I just chilled. Oh my god, I've got the best story to tell about Nadia's tan situation. Holy fucking shit. Buckle up for this one, kids, because it's a good one. Not even that funny. No, it's actually fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. All right. No, (laughs) this is no, it's so funny. So I go (laughs) I go to Naz, Naz's house, and then like I see her after her Bali trip, and she's tanned, right? So I'm like, oh my god, like you've got a really nice tan. And then she's like, Oh no, I look like really like blotchy and white. And you're like, I did. I did look blotchy that day. Something was going on with my face. Well, she's like, I I look white. She's like, I don't, I'm not tanned at all. And I was like, oh really? I'm like, I think you look tanned. And then through the rest of the day, it's like I planted that seed in her head. And then she just kept referring to how tanned she was. (laughs) So she'd look in the mirror and she'd be like, wow, I am really tanned. And then she... (laughs) I think I wasn't used to it. I'm just going to do that with your manifestations now. The things that you're manifesting, I'm just going to like put your eyes there. And Nadia's going to be like, oh my God, look at me. It was hilarious because yeah. she was like fighting me saying that she's so pale. And then for the rest of the I day. I felt like it was blotchy. Like it wasn't a proper tan. But then I looked at I'm like, oh my God, I actually full on got tan. It was so funny. She'd just look at me and she's like, do you think I'm tanned? I'm just it's... like, I said yes. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. The holiday was great. Was it great? It was good. It was like just Anthony and I went and it was just like a chilled as hell holiday like just chilled went to Uluwatu which is this beautiful place in Bali and then just went down to Seminyak um but I think that might yeah like Anthony and I were talking we're like probably won't go back to Seminyak for a little while yeah I definitely won't be going to places like that anymore just very touristy so if you're into like I'm like very spiritual and stuff so I think like I really want to go back to Ubud yeah, Ubud, Ubud was Ubud. really nice, particularly for spiritual vibes and community. Mm. It was like, oh my gosh, if you haven't been to Ubud, what it's like is your Instagram feed if you're in the spiritual space, but like real life. Mm. That's what was happening. It's like I was, I remember I was sitting because I went there last year, yeah. I think in October, and then I was sitting at a cafe and I was just like, my eyes were like wide open and I was just looking at Daniel and I was looking at the girls that were like gathered in this cafe, cafe, cafe. And I was like, holy fucking shit. This is my Instagram feed yeah. in front of me right now because the girls were like meeting up. It was like a group of girls. They were like, uh, I don't know. They were like hippie vibes and they were like so spiritual. They, well, they came back from yoga. yoga. Some of them were doing I like ecstatic, it. some of them were doing like ecstatic dance retreats and like, oh, it was such a fucking vibe. That I was is like, so cool. oh my God. I was like sitting there going, this this isn't real this This isn't isn't real (laughs) yeah I do love Bali um yeah just found like I love Seminyak I do like the food is beautiful and stuff like that but I feel like when I'm go like when I want to go to Bali it is very much like to just chill out and like be kind of isolated and just relaxed yeah so like really busy and I feel like I've done there been there a couple times now so when I explore other areas of Bali Bali, yeah yeah. I really liked like Uluwatu Ubud I really like the places that are less 
Like, they're still westernized, we can't lie. Yeah, of course. But they're just, like, it's not, like, going to, like, the hustle and bustle of, like, yeah. Semyak and things like that. I remember like the first time I went to Bali, Anthony and I, like, did some really nice traditional things. Like, we didn't just go there. Because, like, a lot of people that just go there for Semenyak or whatever. Yeah. Just to, like... You wanted to experience the culture. Yeah, so we went, like, they took us, like, on a bike ride. They gave us, like, traditional Indonesian food. Mm. Um, and, it's like, nice to do that. I think, yeah. like, that's what I enjoy about traveling the most. Like, experiencing yeah. a different culture. Mm. I think that's what makes it special. And sometimes I find when things... When they change things for like you know to become westernized it actually makes me like it less yeah i agree because you want the cultural difference yeah yeah but anyway bali was good bali was good Mm -hmm. i'm glad it would have been nice to just have a little bit of a time like have some time in the sun yeah that's what i missed i was like oh i'm glad to get out of the winter yeah for a little bit for sure what about you what about me nothing what about me (laughs) oh my god i remember that song I don't know. What am I doing with myself? Nothing. Just doing my thing. Doing your thing? Doing my thing. I've just been, like, trying to change up my routines here and there. Like, yeah. I'm trying to, like, do different things. It's so funny. Like, you can sit there and you dream about, like, a certain lifestyle. Like, I dreamed about this lifestyle, right? But then it gets to a point where you're like, oh, it's, like, the same thing day in, day out. And particularly when your life is online, it's, like, a lot of – you kind of lack, like, personal connection. I don't know. It's just kind of, like, the same thing. You're in the same space. Yeah, so you're trying to change it up and stuff. Just trying to change it up. I've been, like, reading a lot of, like, Dr. Joe Dispenza's <clears> – <throat> book like books and things like that and he said something that's really stuck with me and it was if you want to change your experience if you want to call in new experiences you have to change what you're doing every day you can't just be a robot doing the same shit day in day out so yeah I've just been trying to like flow with how I'm feeling every day and just like yeah go out hikes walks shit like that like just changing the scenery it is what happens when you like work for yourself like you just gotta it's really easy to fall back, like, just into your habits, into your, like, little comfort zone. Yeah, so you got to keep pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah, I think it's really important to do that. Yeah. And, like, not forgetting to make connections with people. You're a manifesting generator as well, and so am I. So it feels like every day needs to look a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I and think, I, yeah. yeah, often I'm trying to, like, hold myself to one routine, and it's like, no, you don't it never work works. like that. Yeah, it never, never works. works. Some yeah. people it does, but... Yeah, some people thrive off of that. I think there was a time in my life where I really thrived off of that sort of structure with when I first started to get into like meditation, breath work, yoga and things like that when I was trying to just like better my mental health. I needed the structure in order to keep myself accountable. But now it's like a part of my life. Yeah. So it's not like that anymore. Super easy, yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah, what are we doing today? Why are we're we here? T- we're here. Why are we here? So... We wanted to talk about like something that has been coming up and it was like hot, really hot off the press at the time last week. We went to go film this, but technical difficulties, the, the yeah, actual episode, episode got deleted. Yeah. So maybe it was, it was like, a load of shit. Universe was like, guys, that was fucking crap. Film it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something that's been like really hot off the press. And I think like a lot of people, especially when they get into business, like, well, let's, let's just talk about this in the sense of business because... Mm. This is a really, really important part, like the most important part, I, I actually believe, is what taking aligned action actually means and what does that look like? Because I had a question from a client who was just like, what is that? What does aligned action mean for you? And I was like, that's a really, like, really valuable question and a good point because we hear a lot on the line like take inspired action take this and take that and it's like well what does that even look like right because like as a business owner right you want to there's this like side where it's like doesn't it's like 
people get really mixed up with these ideas that you sit down and you can just sit on a couch and do nothing and you're going to be like a seven-figure entrepreneur and things like that and like we have to have our discernment right guys it's like no one actually thinks (laughs) you're not going to create a seven-figure business like that right Mm -hmm. but essentially what aligned action and when this question was asked to me it was like really got me to like start thinking like what does that aligned action feel like for me because for you and I Mm. it's so embedded into us like it just feels so natural because we've worked through so many parts of us that used to take action from a force and obligation and I don't actually want to be doing that so there was a lot of limiting beliefs that we had to work through around you know certain things around business and what that means for us so for me it feels like it's so ingrained so when I got asked this question I was like ah this like there's obviously there's there was a time where I didn't understand what it would be like to take a line action. Yeah, and this wasn't like that long ago. I think like when you get into the online space, and particularly when you're in the energy of like I want to learn about how business works and mm. how this online community works. So then you start consuming all of these people, all of these different and polarizing opinions, and then you start to think that that's how it is I just Mm. see so many people giving their power away to like other online business coaches and things like that maybe because they're like new to it and they're like well what do I know like this person has been in the industry for x amount of years and like we obviously can learn from people but we have to be using our discernment right because ultimately nothing is true besides what you believe and you take on what you decide is true so it's so important to be really making sure that you're asking yourself, okay, is this information I heard on the internet actually true about how business, how I want business to go for me and how I believe business can go for me, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Am I, I, did I I just go off track? Yeah, (laughs) I think we take it back. No, you were perfectly fine. It was, it's a very, very valid point. But like, actually like take a step back and go, what does, when this client asks me that, like, what is a lot, what, what the fuck does aligned action actually mean, right? Yeah, well, the only reason why I'm like bringing this point up because I think so many people don't understand that they're not taking aligned mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. because they don't understand that they have these beliefs that are limiting them. Yeah. They think they're truth, right? Yeah, right? They think like, oh, you have to post like three times a day on social media in order to get like engagement, like yeah. shit like that, right? Yeah. So they're subscribing to these beliefs that are actually limiting how much they're able to receive and like limiting their manifesting abilities really. Yeah, well, you're not going to really want to show up too much in that energy. And you end up, up burning hating. yourself out. Yeah. But then also there's no oomph behind what you're doing. There's no mm. intention. There's no personality. Yeah. And so really when my client asks me like, what does inspired action mean for you? I like really sat with myself because it's just like, like I said, it's so naturally ingrained. And I was like, okay, like aligned action for me really means to be led. And what I mean by be led, I meant by like the the universe, my higher self, you know, once you decide that this is what I want, like, okay, I want this amount, whatever it is, whatever the desire looks like in your business or like, this is what you actually want to manifest. It's done. Mm -hmm. Like you have to understand on an energetic level that is done. Yep. Okay. It's absolute. It's done. So for me, knowing that it's already done the the aligned action is the part where my higher self is is I'm being led through through inspiration I'm being led through desire I'm being led through what do I actually want to do right and what I'm like really like sat with myself 
for me, inspired action is it, it doesn't feel like I'm forced to do this. I feel like I'm obliged to do this because I have a business. Like I actually don't subscribe to that at all. Right. So if we use some like tangible examples, like there's people that, you know, like online that say you need to be on TikTok, then they say Instagram's dying. Then you need to be on YouTube. You need to be doing all of this stuff. And I actually believe what you're meant to be doing, what you actually are like being led to do is communicated through you through to you from your higher self through desire through Mm -hmm. what do you actually want yeah right because i don't believe that you're here to build a business where you're doing things that you don't actually want to be doing because go get a fucking job yeah right so for me you know like this piece where people start talking about like how do you show up consistently like showing up like we don't even need to have a conversation around that if you're in alignment Mm. because you'll want to show up if you're in every element of your business if you are if it it, feeds you if it's feeding your soul which it should and if it's not then we need to have a conversation if it's feeding your soul and you're you know okay there's the other side where you're in your head you're in lack you're in all of that because you're feeding beliefs that aren't actually true when you can get into that and we can get into that later but when you are actually in alignment and when you're actually like every inch of you is creating the business that you want of your dreams and doing it the way that you want creating offers that you are so excited for content will pour out of you inspiration will pour pour out of you it's not this question of like how many times do I show up consistently what is like what do I need to do to be consistent like I honestly have the like these thoughts sometimes and this was something I used to do like I used to be like do I need to show up this many times and it was because I was out of alignment and I was like it I wasn't actually talking about the things that I wanted to talk about so it felt hard it felt pushy but creativity isn't there as well. You don't feel inspired to create your loss because you're just like, well, what do I say and how do I yeah. say it? And you're getting inspiration from other people. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's a clear indication that you're doing it in a way that's going against your alignment. You're going against the way that you actually came here to do the thing. Yeah. And like, this is why it's so important to be able to be discerning with like who you're consuming on social media and what sort of like advice you're receiving about how business works and how the algorithm works and how social media works because all of that is creating your experience and you get to decide okay is this actually serving me and how i want to create my business or is it not serving me and how i want to create my business right you literally have the power to decide what you take on and what you don't take on Mm. and you get to decide how it goes for you because the truth is there are so many people who have made successful businesses in so many different ways there are people who post like even like content right there are people who primarily do youtube and they're fucking killing it there are people who do primarily instagram and they only focus on written based posts they don't even fucking do reels and they're killing it yeah so it like it goes the, to show the, the action doesn't no, matter it's there's no one doing, way that works it's the energy behind in which you're doing it and yeah like, and what people we, get like really anxious about that because yeah. they go like well if there's so many different ways to do it. How, where, where do I go? And yeah. what I liked about what you said is like, you follow that internal driving system that you, you have, mm. which is what you like and what you dislike. It literally is that simple. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's like, it, there's so many ways to look at this. And like, even like to the topic of sales, like a lot of people, you know, they say like, how many times do you need to sell and all of that? And I'm just like, if you had a business that you loved and you genuinely loved your offers and you're in alignment with it wouldn't you want to sell every day yeah wouldn't you want to get up there because you fucking your your business is like feeding you energy and like you want to get in the hands of the people that want it yeah right yeah but when you're not out of alignment and what happens when you're not out of alignment right there's like two of what when you're out of uh, out of alignment (laughs) sorry (laughs) when you're out of alignment with like with your business particularly 
what does this look like? There's two parts of being out of alignment. There's actually a lot of parts, but like from a general perspective, there is the side where you're so in your head. Mm. You're so in your head about like, am I doing this right? Am I saying the right thing? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? And like, the, like your higher self is like nudging you with these inspirations about like what to say, what to do, blah, 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 all that, all that. But, but you you're just like so overthinking it. it to the point where it feels hard. You're drained, blah, blah, blah. There's that side. Which... You and I need an award in this. Yeah, like, we did We, that. we yeah. did this for like months on end too. Mm. And we would feed each other. Yeah, yeah. Like we would literally stay in those fucking spirals. It's very common. It's very months. common because I swear to God, it's common because of the amount of people that overcomplicate it. Oh, now we just don't like now I get like inspiration come through and yeah. I do it straight, straight away. away. I don't like, even question. I'm yeah. just like, I don't even care about yeah. all the logistics yeah. because that's what ends up happening, right? Your mind ends up going, but then does this really fit with this? And does this no. look okay with it? And you start to like try and micromanage mm-hmm. the guidance that you're given mm-hmm. and then you don't take the action and then it just ends up. Share what the fuck is on your heart because I'm going to tell you like that inspiration that's coming forward with that. Like I personally, I just. I think like I think there was someone I don't know who it was they like someone asked like their clients like what's your strategy with content creation and she's like I share what's on my heart and I just share whatever the fuck I want and that that when you're in alignment that's going to lead to your program offering that's Mm going to lead it's going to make sense right well the thing is like when you're embodying your work as well when you are the embodiment and you have that passion behind Mm -hmm. what you do you are living it every day so the content never runs out exactly you know what no, I mean no. and it's going to like it's going to make sense for your programs and things like that like yeah. when you're in the energy and you're in the the feels and like you're open to receiving like it all comes forward yeah it all, it all makes sense right and one thing that Nad's mentioned before that I think would be relevant to get into now is like when people get into where they confuse misalignment with fear yeah yeah so like as I was saying there's like that part where you're like really in your head you've you've taken on beliefs and if you are in the beliefs like if you are doing anything in your business where it feels like that energy is like forced or it feels like something's off like I'm creating an offer that doesn't feel good blah 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 or there's the other side where it's like I have so many limiting beliefs around my potential, what I'm capable of, being worthy enough, feeling good enough to be an authority, to feeling whatever, like that side of things. And then you got the other side where you're so impended with fear. Fear is just so at the forefront that you mistake that for misalignment. misalignment. Yeah. So the way that this could look like is like a common example that we see on Instagram, particularly with like business owners who have Instagram as a platform is being afraid to go on live specifically. Like they could go up there, they can show their face on stories, they can do reels, but then lives really, really, really scares them. But there's a part of them that wants to like teach, that wants to like have that sort of connection with their community. So then they try to like go on live, but then the experience, like, you know, it brings up all this fear and then they're like fucking up and they're like, you know, the perfectionism cycle kicks in, right? So then they stop that and they're like, okay, well, that wasn't actually in alignment. So then they convince themselves that that's not in alignment with what they want. So then they just continue to play in the safe, their safety zone, which is showing up on stories and showing up on mm-hmm. reels, right? But it's like, really, no, your soul wants you to deliver content in that way, share with your community in that way. And you have to transmute the fear before you can get a clear read on, is this actually in alignment with me or not? Yeah, I, absolutely. I agree. And like, you would probably agree. This is like one of the common things you experience with clients. It's like the fear of showing up. 
yeah fear of being seen fear of showing up fear yeah. of doing the thing right it shows up in many different ways it's like you can like first the fear could start off with like I'm scared to go on stories and mm. then you do that you transmit that fear and you're like oh yeah I fucking yeah. love this and then you start doing it with reels and you're like yeah I fucking love this mm. and then you start like it's the next thing it's like lives and then mm. it's like oh my god yeah <laughs> and I actually put up a post I'm like this is my strategy honestly <laughs> a lot of people like just <laughs> this is the annoying part that I had to go through as well but like honestly my approach to overcoming fear is do the fucking thing you're scared to do and show yourself you didn't die. Yeah. Like, there's like no way out of it. There is no other way to there's do no it. There's no other way to get over that fear. I've been asked that question many times on, like, podcast interviews that I've been, like, invited on, and I always get, like, that question, like, how do you get over the fear? And I'm just like, you, you don't. Just do it. There's no getting to it, (laughs) but there's no getting over it. There's no way you can sit there and like, if you're sitting there and you're like, I'm just going to work through all of this fear first, and then I'm going to take the action. You're never, ever going to take the action. You have to do it shit scared. It's a part of transmuting the fear. You do the mindset work and you take the action at the same time. Yeah. But I I, love that. It's like you show yourself you didn't die. (laughs) Yeah. So literally. So I think like that can be a really miscommon, misconception, like misconception, sorry. Misconception. (laughs) misconception put that on a um but i do believe there's like actually mercury retrograde oh my god (laughs) but i think like this this just doesn't apply to like taking the action in your business this is comes to money work this Mm. comes to a lot of things like how many times did it feel uncomfortable to spend on a coach or whatever and it's very easy to mistake that for maybe this isn't right, mm. but you're, you're shit scared to invest, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. So like this, like I honestly believe like this, this topic extends down to, to money wounds and money, money stories as well, like a massive part of it. Yeah, yeah I think it affects fear. every area, right? Yeah. Particularly the fear of investing in yourself. That's a thing. That's like one of the biggest things you see in this community, like with mentors and things like that and programs or so many people have this like apprehension and it's funny. It's like the thing is going to change your fucking life. Like it's going to change the way that you experience this reality. I had a question asked for me, um, to me, like, how do you know whether something's like, and I want to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. How do you know, like, if you're just like, investing from lack in the sense of like you're constantly trying to find the thing that's going to work and like having that discernment of like okay maybe I need to like not invest in this versus like knowing that that's the right thing for you like what's the frequency difference you feel in when it comes to investing I think for me when I've noticed this energy within me if you're investing from a place of I need this person because I can't do it on my own that's distrust. Mm-hmm. If you're investing from a place of scarcity, if I don't do this, then this isn't going to happen. Yeah. That's misaligned, like misaligned investing. Mm. I always like to look at my initial response to yeah. the thing that yeah, comes that's, up, Yeah, that's right? exactly right. What's so your initial? Like, yeah, it's like, am I like, oh my God, yes, this is fucking... Ex-. And you need like discernment with this. You need to be so, so, so aware of your energy with this because it can be like the slightest little, like it's the slightest little change in energy. But initially, what, like, what happened to your body when you heard about this thing, right? When you heard about the mentor that's offering this thing or the program that you saw, like, was your body like, oh my God, yes, like this is something, like something's activated. And then 
did your mind come in and say, no, we can't because of this, we can't because Logic. of this, we can't, yeah. Did Logic, this is in the all bank account, this. all that, all that, yeah. like, greedy lack. Like, exactly. So that means that your intuition is wanting you to go in that direction and you should go in that direction. But you, if you're investing from a place of, if I don't do this, then I am not going to get X, Y, and Z. Or if I don't invest in this person, then th- what I want isn't going to happen. Then you're investing from lack. Yeah. And I think like for me, um, there's been like two, for me, I feel like, okay, there's like two frequencies in which I notice plays up. Um, I haven't really ever experienced, I mean, I have experienced it and it's come up where it's like, oh, I want to buy that. But then I feel like, am I just buying that because I feel like I'm trying to fill this hole and the hole is actually embodiment. So it's like actually doing the work that I already know that I need to do. And there's this other side, like there's these other experiences I've had where it's like, it's okay to invest from a place of need, right? Especially when you're starting your business, meaning like, there's programs that we've gone into because we didn't actually know what we like in terms of the business side where we didn't know what we needed to do. And there were parts that like, you know, I've invested and I didn't get the the most out of it because it was kind of not, it wasn't an aligned investment. Well, I I don't even want to use the word aligned. It it was aligned, but I, it, it showed me what I don't want from a business. And we're going to go into, like, I can go into that in a second, but basically what I'm just trying to say, it's okay to invest sometimes when you, especially when you're starting off, from I need this like I need to to get this to help me to my next steps or whatever right and that's like pure guidance and it still feels like a desire it still feels like oh I want that because it's going to help I, me. I, yeah I feel like it's different I feel like the energy of need is like it's like yeah like, it's, it's not that frequency it's like a desire you mm. want to do it because you're like oh my god yay yeah. like this is like this is what this yeah. is what I want this is what I'm being led to right yeah now. and then there's the other side like of course you're gonna have desires on the other end of that like every yeah. single time I've invested it's because it's been led by a desire yeah but the when it's an aligned investment it's like yay like I'm turned on by this investment. yeah I'm turned off this by this turned invest- on turned on <laughs> you said turned off <laughs> what's wrong with me today mercury dolly <laughs> I'm turned on I want this and then there's been other times where I'm like holy fuck I desire like I don't need it I do not need it like it's mm. not like it is just something I purely want for the sake of just wanting like yeah. I know like I just want to be in that person's energy I just want to like it's Okay, like for example, Genevieve Rackham, mm. like that is every, like she's just the mentor of a life. Like, I just love her. She's we're kind like, of obsessed with her. We're obsessed with her. She's going to be a lifelong mentor. I just know it. Mm. Um, but every, like now that I think any, every piece I've invested with Genevieve has been from, oh my God, I just want to be in your energy. Yeah. I just want to be in your energy. Whereas there's been some investments where it's like, it doesn't necessarily feel like I need, I want to be in your energy, but that program just feels aligned. It feels like that's my next step. Mm. So there are different frequencies when it comes to that. But something that I also have been asked is, and I know you've invested in things where you've gone in and this is where people like after a little bit, they get um, they start to mistrust themselves when, with making investments because mm. they go into things and they're like, that wasn't what I wanted. It's like, does that mean I don't know how to make a decision from intuition and things like that? Mm. And I've always held the belief, I've always held the belief that you can never make the wrong decision. I have that as well. And that's right. actually what I teach my clients. Yeah. You can never make the wrong decision um, because even if, like I've gone into a program that was very strategy based Mm -hmm. and whilst I got some things out of it and it's not like, like I said, like it's not that strategy was wrong or anything like that. And like what they were teaching was very valuable, but it wasn't 
what I've envisioned for my future. It wasn't the way I wanted to do it. There was just like parts of it I aligned with and parts that I didn't. And that was like about a $5,000 investment, right? Yeah. Which isn't a small amount, right? Um, especially when you're getting, you haven't even made a dollar in your business, <laughs> right? Um, which is fine, but I was put my money where my mouth is. I, I wanted to, to invest in that. And for a while I was like, why did it, like, why was I led to that program? Because all the stars were aligning and it wasn't like, you know, I, it, it just felt like the right steps. And like I said, I did get a lot out of it, but a lot of it was showing me how I don't want to run my business. And that's a lot of what I gained out of it. It was like, okay, like these tools are great that I'm being taught, but, but you're learning. Anything, it strengthened your myself trust. as a coach yeah and that's and the thing like sometimes you are being led to something that didn't result in the outcome that you wanted but it was what you needed in order to grow into the version of you that you were becoming yeah so this is this happens with investments all of the time like sometimes you are led to something but nothing is you can never make the wrong decision which is what nadia just mm. said right and what we mean by this is like when you do go on this journey of like trusting your soul you're just learning more and more about yourself so you're learning more about like what an aligned decision feels like so even when you make the wrong decision you are learning how to make the right decision yeah absolutely it's showing you something and like I I just I've never looked at it like oh I've wasted my money and all of that like that's also very scarcity Um, I did I think for a long time when I was really working through my money wounds I really that did affect me because I was like what the fuck have I done yeah I probably invested maybe like 40 grand now Mm. in like this world yeah and I yeah when I had like a lack mentality I there was some of the investments that I made that I absolutely didn't vibe with Mm. like you know and I was just like holy shit like what am I doing yeah (laughs) and I did I felt I, I did that really really affected me but not anymore when you learn that money is abundant and every situation has led me to who I am today and it's interesting because recently I had like the guidance to purchase this like particular book and it's very like it's not so strategy based but it had strategy in it and it's interesting I'm listening to like these strategy like coaches and teachers and things like that now and I'm listening to it from such a different energy. So Mm. in the past, I used to be like, oh my God, everything they say is gospel. And then it would Mm. send me into a spiral of anxiety. But Mm. now it's like, I can listen to these things from an energy of discernment. Mm. I literally skip anything I don't want to put into my subconscious. I'm like, no, that doesn't fucking serve me. I'm like, put that away. That's not something I'm going to take on. So I'm really like discerning with the information that I'm consuming, who I'm consuming it from. If somebody's saying something that I don't like, then I'm like, well, I don't like that. I don't want to take that on. Bye. So all of, so what I'm trying to say is like everything that I went through has led me to this version of myself now where I'm like so fucking solid in what I want my life to look like and I will protect my vibration at all costs and I don't care who you are what you have what you've done if it doesn't serve my belief system if it doesn't serve where I'm going and how I desire life and business to go for me I will not fucking take it on yeah and I think that's why like these past investments that I didn't like ended up affecting me the way that they did because I believed what they were saying yeah I believe you put your power to that I gave my power to that you put your power to a strategy and Mm a coach instead of 
yourself. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of my work has been like trusting myself, trusting mm. my intuition. Like, that's, that's why I you teach are the that. embodiment of yeah. like, trusting your intuition. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that you were led down the path of having to go through that and then yeah. come out the other side and like, holy shit, do you know who knows the answers? It's Shule. <laughs> <laughs> Shule knows Yeah, you never really, like you said you've always had a pretty solid relationship with yourself, right? Yeah, I think like, um, no, I, I feel like intuition, it definitely has been something that like part of my journey to getting to me to where I am now but I feel like for me I was definitely like when I invested getting you remember like Mm. I was getting warped up into what these strategy coaches were saying and like I used to look at them as gospel I definitely there wasn't an a a level of embodiment and personal power that there is now and like Mm. my strength in being able to go like that is an absolute belief I don't want to hold yeah and seeing myself as the power Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like you know for the earliest stages of my life like I feel like I, I did follow my intuition yeah, a little bit because I don't know. It just kind of feels like there's been this innate knowing about desire and like what's right and what's wrong. Um, it's but funny. then also I've had to work through just like fear and all of that sort of stuff playing a role in that too. Yeah. So yeah, it just, I probably, I think your thing was authority figures. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a big wound. Like I used to not see myself as the, like authority. The, 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 it was always like the follower, right? It was always like not having this power. That's actually, actually, it's been a huge part of my journey yeah. now that we think about it. Like, but you did have an intuition. Yeah. I remember... It's like intuitively, like I always followed myself, but then I used to give my power away to other people a lot. Yeah. A lot. There was a core it's memory a I had that I had to work through. Well, there was a core memory that I have of Nadia and I, because we've been friends for a really long time, even before our spiritual awakening. And this is when like, I was so bad at trusting myself. Like I had no discernment whatsoever. I would make decisions based on what other people would tell me to do. I would never, I was just, I had so lack of trust with myself. And um, I remember one time I was like asking for Nadia's opinion. I was telling her all of these other opinions that I got about the same topic. And she just like cracked. It was the first time you really cracked. And then you looked at me and you're like, do you not fucking have an intuition she's like don't you have something in your gut that tells you what's right and wrong like why do you keep getting everyone else's advice i remember what it was about what was it about can i share it yeah it was a really i remember this moment because it was a really personal thing you were asking me about what to do and i think i just felt like overwhelmed because i'm like i can't make that decision for you it was about whether you should so go say goodbye to your dad or not because he lived uh... overseas and i was just like babe like you're like, I don't know what to do. My dad What's the was right passing answer? away. Your dad yeah. was passing away. And I was like, I can't hold that responsibility. I can't yes. tell you what to do there. Uh, and I just was like, I think I, I think I remember like, I didn't know what I was saying. At this, like, I mean, I knew what I was saying, but like, I mean, I just, I remember having this feeling of like, you've got to know the answer to that. Like there's got to mm-hmm. be a gut feeling that's telling you what to do and like what the right answer is because uh, I made the wrong answer. <laughs> well you ended up listening asking everyone for their advice and then yeah people... no i let i think i let fear take fear, over that yeah, one i was fear. so afraid to face death and i just couldn't yeah just i'm like i just there was so much there's so much shit there with my dad like we had so much like trauma mm. i was not aware i was not self-aware in the slightest so i had no emotional intelligence i was definitely before my spiritual awakening journey yeah and yeah i did make the, yeah didn't and make the right decision but it was okay. i feel like i've been preaching this for a little while like i even back then i guess i the message was i don't know the right answer for you yeah like, what do you actually want yeah, you were like, yeah. I didn't remember it's that that not, was about. It, I just I, remember you snapping and I was just like... I was just like, babe, I, I, I literally don't know. I don't... Yeah, I, I wasn't rude, guys. I wasn't fucked up. But you, it, was, you snapped. It was I? good. Yeah. Never seen that energy within you. 
Shit. Like, I, I, guys, I had sympathy for her when her dad was <laughs> passing away, but I just, yeah, I can't even remember, but I just, I do remember. You know, you and my mum were the only ones that told me to go see him. Did you? Yeah, yeah. everyone else told me not to. Hmm. I feel like that my thought process was because you were, I, I guess it's never my decision to make, and I, I didn't leak that onto you, but you'll never regret seeing him. Yeah. But, but you, you will would regret. regret not seeing him. Yeah. If you, yeah. If he. Actually, yeah. Maybe there's a reason why this has come up hmm. because this is random as shit. But I say this to everyone. I give this advice to everyone. If you're ever in a similar situation, go and see them. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's a message somebody yeah. needs to hear. Mm. Go and see them. You won't regret it, but you will regret not seeing them. Yeah. Yeah. No Do matter what happens. it depends on happens. the circumstance? Like, of course, but I think if the person is like toying up whether or not they should see them, they then there's got to be a reason. There, there's got to be a reason because if you really didn't want to say goodbye for personal reasons, then you just wouldn't even have this as even. a question. This conversation's gone way off a line that action, but like that's way why I love our podcast. <laughs> but I feel like there could be a reason, like random, for that to come and up. Random, yeah. That's the thing when you have two people, we just end up yeah, just going. No, I trust it. I'm like maybe somebody needs it. to receive that message. Yeah. I often get people like, yeah, whenever people like bring up things like that with me, I remember particularly when I was working for somebody else, I had a lot of like personal conversations mm. with people with facials and stuff. And every single time somebody was in this position, I was like, I can never, I'm like, you have to make your the right decision for you, but I say what you say. Mm. Like you will never regret not seeing them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you will never regret seeing them, but you'll regret not seeing them. Yeah. And that was, I think my thought process at the time. So yeah. Nonetheless, he's still around in the energetic world it's wild how much work you end up doing with the people that end up passing away i feel like i'm the closest to him that i've ever been yeah. in my whole like actual physical life so yeah yeah he i never done, met him yeah i know that that fucks with me like the two most important people to me daniel. have never met him daniel and me yeah never met him ollie's met him oh ollie yeah met ollie him, yeah. met him ollie's my sister so yeah She's met him, but yeah, you and he picked Dan. up and moved overseas, guys. So. Yeah, and I hadn't seen him for a couple of years. Mm. Yeah, and then he ended up getting cancer and passing away. Yeah, but he lived a very like tragic, unhappy life. Yeah, and he really pushed away a lot of his connections. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that was the topic for a line mm. action that led to something else. I know, but, but we'll maybe somebody that. needed to hear that message. Like this is the overall vibe of our podcast: two girls just sharing. The two thing. girls, one cup. Do you remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> John, that's fucked up. But do you remember that? Yes! Okay, you if you mean... remember that, you need to reach out and tell me you remember that because that was feral. That's. Can we. It was feral. It, obviously. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. You're disgusting. I am. Why'd you bring that up? Because it was funny. This is spiritual podcast <laughs> no that was the thing that that's where my head went that was like <laughs> that was all the rage when we were young yeah that's it <laughs> anyway i feel like we're done with the conversation we're done Are with we the conversation done? So... we're just like making this go on longer than it needs to honestly so anyway we'll see you in the next episode yeah well mm. no no well you don't end it like that what go on jeez just like yeah bye guys <laughs> we just went really personal and then it's like okay bye guys yeah. <laughs> no Thank you for listening to the episode. Yeah. We really appreciate your time. Yeah. yeah. And if you enjoy the episode, 
please and if you enjoy the podcast please don't forget to subscribe and if you have some time leaving a little bit of a write and review for the potty it really helps the podcast to grow and reach new people it helps us out a lot Mm. this platform can feel a little bit one-sided sometimes because we can't really like Like, talk to you you know yeah that's what that's what having a podcast can feel like sometimes yeah so i love when you guys reach out though yeah and just hearing how you're finding the podcast we love seeing the people that do leave reviews so just to hear what you you're vibing and also if you have like any things that you want us to talk about all the things you can reach out to us reach out to us on the grams Mm -hmm. and yeah we would love to include those like those episodes in the podcast we do that for anyone who reaches out and they're like oh like curious about a particular topic yeah so yeah yeah well thank you very much yeah thank you thank you thank you and we'll see see you in the next episode see you in the next one (laughs) bye if you love today's episode please do not forget to rate and review in itunes or spotify If you would love to connect with us on a more intimate platform, you can find us both on Instagram at Shule Ozek and at Nadia Galli. We would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening.